Hello and welcome again to the Monkey Fish Podcast, the home of the weird and wonderful. And you're here with myself, the arrogant apostle, and joined by the specialist. What's up? What's up? What's up? Right, so back to it again. Don't want to waste any time. We're going to jump into the first story. Okay. So, do you know what's been happening lately? Um, no? Fuckery. Fuckery. Pure fuckery, right? Pure fuckery. So the first story I wanted to get into was, uh, there's a story going on right now that uh, apparently... <laughs> I have to laugh when I say this. Wow. Apparently, the associations of psychologists have come to a consensus that... Uh, prob- <laughs> a general consensus. General consensus. An right? agreement. Yeah. They've come to the consensus that probably Moses was high on diametrotryptophan. <laughs> so, that's DMT. He was high on DMT, and probably a lot of the Old Testament was based on people yeah. who were high. He was stoned as fuck. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was just fucked up. It was literally, they were so fucked up, they wrote scribes, man. They were so fucked up. They wrote scriptures. They wrote scriptures, and they were that fucked up. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so fucking space. <laughs> I need to put this down. I need to put this down. So, uh... And God said, let there be light. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Right, so I just wanted to know, what's your initial thoughts going into this story? I think this is funny. Yeah, this is funny, but it, it, it opens... So many doors to like so many philosoph- philosophical ideas, like like the th- the notion of maybe like Moses was stone. <laughs> <laughs> What's kind of funny about it? It makes it weird then because you read like the Old Testament it says Moses let the children out of Israel or out of Egypt. Sorry, so it means those people are like this guy's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> and Moses was just coming up with some crazy <laughs> theory. He was, he was telling people the frogs are gonna fucking fly <laughs> from the sky. That's crazy. And they only let the people out because Moses was becoming a danger. (laughs) What's funny? It's funny. All the shit that the crazy shit is saying is actually coming to life. Like, the actual sea's turning red. It's like, okay, frogs falling from the sky, you know? Your children are just dying left, right, and center. And you're thinking, how is he doing this? (laughs) You know what what the angel of death was? That was hot boxing. That's what that was. The whole country got under the same kind of vibe. Yeah. And started believing that shit. Now, I feel like the story is insane, partly because, like, it says the association of psychologists, uh, meaning, like, highly qualified people with PhD degrees met up on a funded meeting to discuss. Yeah. What's Moses? What's Moses? What's Moses? That's so absurd. But it's so great, though, at the same time. I feel like these people need to find better things to do with it. You know what? You know what? I've always, I've always presumed that they were, they were stoned half the time, though. I've always presumed that. I mean, like, come on. Like, oh, I've met people. I've met people who told me that Jesus was a magician. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've met people who said that. And I'm starting to believe it. Like, wouldn't he be... Like, if it'd be like, no, because it'd be like... Um, no, no, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I believe he's a real guy. I believe Moses was a real guy. I just think he was a magician. And then everyone really just bought into his tricks, you know, like Dynamo. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, what the fuck? If Dynamo didn't walk on water, man. Like, if, if, if Jesus was pulling those kind of cool magic tricks at the time. You know what? Here's my thing. I believe that Jesus was a magician when Dynamo dies for my sins. <laughs> okay? Oh, man, that's a heavy condition. Nah, look, look. <laughs> Jesus did that shit, didn't he? Yeah, so until not everyone can do it, man. Then he's not Jesus. Like I said, nothing is bigger than Jesus. 
you think we should write to Dynamo and say, are you really willing to die for us? <laughs> are you about your shit, homie? Are you, are you about that life? Your tricks are cool. Your tricks are fucking amazing. And sometimes I think you are. You are actual Jesus, but are you willing? But I ain't hearing it. <laughs> I ain't hearing it, Dynamo. I need to know. Nah. If I'm going to believe in you and set up a church where people are going to start worshipping you, I need to know you're legit. <laughs> But nah, I think, I think ultimately, it just comes down to the thing when you look at it and go, was this a useful expenditure of time? In a way, yeah. Because, like, um, now that they're talking about Moses beyond the notion of a deity, mm. and actually talking about a human being having an extremely powerful experience, right. it, what it allows you to then start thinking, actually. Actually, if, you need, if, if you're a Christian and you believe like strongly on this, you strongly on this, nothing's going to shake you. At least for a second, you might just justify the errors of men because then you kind of see, you know, okay, Moses was, was probably still writing it, yeah. so he's also imperfect, like me. However, this book is like lived for centuries, you know what I mean? But then, so it's still, it's still an empowering thing if you have faith. But, then, it, but it promotes this idea that everyone iconic in the past... <laughs> <laughs> was either tripping or the person who wrote about them were tripping and that's what happened because it's, like, it's one thing to say like ah Jesus is tripping again it's another thing to have uh, turn a loaf of, a loaf of fish and uh, sorry a loaf of fish <laughs> fish and a loaf of bread into, into I think that was, a harder, that was a harder magic trick <laughs> I mean <laughs> like multiplying it is easy but literally making a loaf of fish <laughs> a monkey fish that's what <laughs> That's what broke him, arrest, broke him out from the rest. Because you're like, everyone's like, nah, nah, listen, we've got this guy called Buddha. He's finally, he's finally lied to me. He's like, yeah, but can he make a loaf of fish, though? Yeah. Can, <laughs> can he, he do put it? that shit together? He, yeah. There was one naysayer in the crowd. Everyone was like, oh, my God, he multiplied food. And no one got no, 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 like, I don't believe it. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe you, Jesus. <laughs> no, that's not it. Phony. He's a fat phony. <laughs> And Jesus obviously had to clap back properly. He's like, who's that? And he's like, Buddha, is that you? That's Krishna. Fuck. I swear to God, that motherfucker. <laughs> Krishna, I can tell it's you. Your fucking trunk and yeah, arms yeah, yeah. are hanging out. Now, uh, <laughs> now, but I feel like it would make a lot of sense if you look at the... I think you just think the same thing. It would make a lot of sense if you look like the Indian pantheon of gods. <laughs> right. That actually makes a lot of sense if everyone was on like yeah, GMT. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who are you worshiping? Oh, it's a blue elephant right now. He's got a bunch of arms. He's cool though. Don't worry about him. But he's also the god of creation and destruction. By the way, I don't know if that's true about Krishna. I don't know. I don't even know if that's Krishna. I know, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, know anything know. about that. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't take that with you. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's hundred percent. Yeah, we'd have to forgive him. <laughs> Please forgive us. Allow me, bro. Please, Krishna. Please yeah. So us. what are you gonna say, Harry Krishna? <laughs> no, no, no. So what are you gonna say? I love those guys, man. They come out. No, no, we're not talking about Harry Krishna. <laughs> Leave that tangent. Let's get back to it. Yeah, what I was going to say is, you know, it really does support the idea of magicians because, like, Krishna was a rival magician to Jesus. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Origin story. So, like, maybe, maybe there's a possibility they were all just magicians. Maybe all the gods in, like, Greek, Grecian mythology were just all really... Good magicians. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of have to be magicians. <laughs> I 
mean, yeah, it's the difference between a real one and a fake one. However, I just like because with the Jesus situations, like there's a lot of things that happen in the Old Testament where there was an observer, yeah, and they observe someone do shit. So it's just trippy because it'd be like, ah, uh, the Bible was written by a series of high dudes. You know what? You know what? If you think about like that's heavily highlighted in um, the New Testament <laughs> when he talks about <laughs> when he talks about the bomb of life. <laughs> What? Is that the New, New yeah, Testament? Yeah, it's in the New Testament. Now, where are Bible of Ezekiel uh, 14. Uh, no, that's Old Testament. Oh. You don't know your uh, okay. Bible, bro. Uh, <laughs> Psalms. Psalms. No, that's Old Testament. No, the Gospel of Peter. In the, oh, gospel, okay. in the gospel of Peter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Verse 14, he said, And God did lifteth the pipe of truth. Then. <laughs> he then proceeded to put his lips around that pipe and he talked. He toketh the mightiest of tokes, in which he did inhale, mm. and he said, that shit is good. Yeah. <laughs> he did say He did good. say that. So it's in the Bible, guys. That's, that's, why, that's why we... We could build a religion on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was high, guys. And that's why you gotta smoke. You know, do you know the problem with that religion? Nobody would do shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would be super lazy. As far as... <laughs> so much so that nobody would turn up. <laughs> nobody would turn up. Without, <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be too many mavericks in the religion. Because other people, other people are going to be like, they're going to be like, yeah, but I don't need to go to church because I spoke it. It's my religion, isn't it? God is it within me. Yeah, it's within me. With every talk. <laughs> so if I stay home and talk... God is a part of me, you know? I'll be the new religion, the offshoot, stay home and talk. It'll be the most decentralized religion ever. Nothing will get done. Nothing gets done. We'd all be parodied about each other. Going like, I don't trust this religion. <laughs> Everyone seems shady. Why do you think that? No, I just got in my feelings. You think it's you smoke weed? No, 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 no. No, no, weed has to be calmed down. It makes me focus. I feel like they're trying to control me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like every time we just got to go to this place and smoke, in this big building? No! I want to smoke my house! Smoke and talk! <laughs> and this is a problem with the argument, you see. <laughs> if God... Oh, not God, sorry. If, if Jesus, Moses, or any of the people were on drugs, I don't think much would be accomplished. I don't think people who are constantly <laughs> do, doing uh, hallucinogenics are also leading children out of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those are the two things that... Yeah, how do you know? Have we drug tested them? <laughs> Nobody knows. I mean, I mean, people often say that Martin Luther King did envision his children, uh, you know, being judged for the content of the character while he was uh, sucking on a mushroom and uh, just obviously toking up. You know, history says that. But you know, history doesn't fucking say that. <laughs> people who always do that shit, they don't achieve it. They don't get anything done. It's impractical. Mm. And some of the so, other... what's your what's your advice that we should all be on DMT <laughs> until until we sort this shit out? I feel like if we were all on DMT, it'd be amazing for everyone, but society would break down. Because mm. I, I tell you now, I don't think I'd leave the house because <laughs> I can't risk going outside the house and having my bin look at me you know, weird. I think that they should do a stress test and uh, a stress test to really prove their theory. They should find out how many people in this like decade or century or whatever how many people who have been on dmt have done like amazing things like writing scripture or writing the ten commandments like let's see like if, if someone had such a struck of imagination also, that they've done something incredible also, like also yeah yeah i feel like you're just touching an important point like for example if 
I wrote the Ten Commandments on a DMT. Mm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because as far as that, people laugh at the Bible, whatever. The Ten Commandments form the basics of modern law. They are the base of yeah. modern law. So it's interesting to me the idea that um, this guy in his highness, he was like, I know the perfect system to mm. organize a society. He was like the original Karl Marx yeah. of that time. Period. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Jesus was just a communist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus was a communist. <laughs> Raging against the system. Leftist coming. Leftist coming. Loving one another. Fuck you, leftist. <laughs> <laughs> and the Romans were like the Trump of the situation. And he occasionally did magic tricks. <laughs> From time to time, he did some amazing magic tricks. Of course, communists do magic tricks because <laughs> they're on DMT all the time, apparently. <laughs> now we know what the Do Shane Guevara was on DMT? <laughs> I think he smoked weed. I think he definitely smoked weed. He definitely smoked weed. weed. I think that's true. He's really yeah, smoked yeah, yeah, weed. Yeah, but Che... Yeah. But well, we won't che, die for che it. Che yeah, I won't die for that fact. Yeah. Don't call me on that. Don't call me on that in fact, just don't call me in any facts. Yeah. Okay. Unless I tell you it's a fact. Then it's a but fact. the story we're talking about is real. It's real. It's real. Yeah, and so I think just bring the story to an end, really. I just want to say that I felt like this was a massive waste of time, but people consider themselves to be qualified. I mean, listen, uh, diameter tryptophan, they don't really explain how the people in, the, in that period would have made it, for yeah. a start. And secondly, it's just that there's not really much mention. <laughs> There's no historical context that people were taking any kind of uh, drug per se. But it's just weird that these people who are highly qualified just sort of met up one time and went like, "Hey, Susan, do you think it's going to be a Susan? Do, do you think <laughs> I think Jesus is high?" And he was like, "You know what, Patrick? I think the same." <laughs> Patrick and Susan came up with an idea, took it to the committee. I feel like that's what Patrick and Susan would talk about in the lunch breaks. That's what they would talk about in the lunch breaks. And that's the thing about it, because Patrick and Susan don't know shit. Yeah, they don't know fuck. They don't know fuck. No, but they're happy, they're content. You know, they love coming to work, nine to five. You know, having these these really meaningless conversations. Listen, 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 I'm your fault about Patrick and Susan. The point point of the story is, it's just like, this is a massive waste of people's time. But it's hilarious that they actually sat down to think that, yeah, Jesus was on drugs. Yeah, Moses was on drugs. You know, fuck it, the whole Old Testament, that's drug talk to me. I I can, can I close on this rebuttal, right? Um, I think, my opinion is, it's interesting that these group of people have come together to kind of say, look, the probably the probability is he was probably high, <laughs> but it's still pretty cool what they did. Like, I feel like the, the, the fact that they collectively agreed mm. that the Bible is cool. <laughs> you know what it's like. Do you know what? It's the only thing that into my mind when you say that is the idea that the person who paid for this community to happen must be said they're like, oh, this. <laughs> they think they think this is what Facebook funded this. <laughs> Just to get, just to understand us. Because I feel like this is something they could have done in a Skype conference by themselves <laughs> at home. Oh, dude, a multi-channel conference. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. So I've been. Oh. Can you imagine? So, so I've been, I've been looking at the Bible three, three times a week, and I'm running this thesis that Moses was probably high. Do you know what I feel like? So, so much of like, no shit, Sarah. Go on Google, type up Jesus was high. Look how many forums there are of people saying Jesus was high. Do you know that's like every high person's first initial. The first time you smoke weed, your first thought is Jesus must have been high. You, you, you said that before if you smoke weed. That's funny. That's funny. It's true. That's, that's, true. It? that's true. That's true. If anyone who's ever tempted drugs would tell you Jesus had to be doing this shit. Yeah, he had to be. No, it was that cool. Great, you figured it out without the help of drugs. (laughs) 
oh, maybe this is just you figuring out because you've started experimenting. Hey, and that's another thing how people say. <laughs> I should write it. I should write it down. Distribute it. Make a whole thing about it. Cider's not an alcohol. It's a, it's a plant. It's an apple. It's just an apple, guys. It's just an apple. Fuck that shit. That is semantics of the <laughs> degree. Right. So, leaving that story behind, we'll move on to our next story. Now, my, the next story has been one of my favorite stories I've come across recently. Right. So, uh, as, as uh, you know, in the nation of the UK, uh, in the nation, in the countries... Uh, there's been a heat wave going on, and this heat wave has sort of, uh, I don't want to say it's claimed lives, but it's definitely claimed dignities. Definitely. <laughs> it's claimed a couple of dignities. So uh, there was a story going on where um, a guy in uh, Scotland decided to go to Tesco's. It was, it was really hot. And at the time, he happened to have his top off. So <laughs> he walked into Tesco's, topless, and as he went in, the security... <laughs> the security... <laughs> Why is he going into Tesco? People need to go Tesco topless sometimes, right? So he worked in the Tesco topless, and the security guy just wasn't having any of it. <laughs> he was like, get out. Enough. enough. I've had enough of you. Yeah. So the security guard wasn't having any of it, so the security guard was like, you know what? You need to get out. You, you can't come in here like that. The first thing this guy turned around, he turned around and said, you're being, you're discriminating against me because I'm fat, because the guy was fat. He goes, if I was fit... He didn't say if I was thin. He said, if I was fit, you've not done this to me. You're making me feel bad and you're fat shaming me, right? And uh, the security guy basically stood his ground. And the, and, the, and the fat person goes like, this is when he talks in the newspaper. He goes like, you know, I feel like he only did that to me because I'm fat. Because there was a thin person in there and he was attractive. Just because I'm not as attractive as him, you can't make me feel like that, right? Now... Normally, I just chuckle at the story and walk away from it. The issue is that this guy took it to a complaint, and Tesco issued out an apology and gave him some vouchers or something like that, and he was allowed to come back to the shop. So the security guy had to suck it. But I just feel like if I was a security guard at the shop, if a dude just randomly came into the shop topless, I'd feel like I need to tell you to get out, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like that. I wouldn't feel like that. But I'm a leftist commie, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd feel. I'd like he's coming. I mean, I don't want to see it, but <laughs> <laughs> but look, let him shop. Let him shop. Let him do his thing. But um, wait, um, wait. Would you not? Would you feel different if the guy was thin? I just don't want to see any dude topless in general. <laughs> in general, like like what I mean by this is like you know when the sun comes out, you can almost tell when summertime kicks in because it's like. You start to see maybe two, three dudes, usually white dudes, <laughs> take the top off and they hang the top around the tribe so it's hanging down and they're walking. You're like, I don't want to see that right now. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I've got work to do. I don't want, I don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want to be a front of it. I don't want to be a front of it. It's an attack. Keep it's an it attack in, on the senses. Keep it yourself. Um, you know what I think about the story? I think like Britain is consistently adapting their way they can earn compensation. It's just brilliant. It's absolutely sick. It's like, he was like, as soon as the security guard just disrupted his day a little bit, yeah. he turned around and was like, oh, compensation. Who <laughs> <laughs> was that? She was like, he was like, huh? Free food? <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm much obliged. Hold on. Let me just open my chest so I can have my feelings. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm going to make a scene, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you ready? Because I am, I am prepared. No, I, I, I hear what you said. I hear what you said. I think, I, obviously, we live in a climate now where people are waiting to be offended. Mm. 
so many people. I've 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 come come across so many people are really waiting to be offended. But I feel sorry for the security guard because to be honest with you, this I don't know. Do you want to say decency? A sense of decency? Because I mean, you know, like you don't feel comfortable if a dude do just walked in yeah. to an environment topless. Oh, no, no. But would you? I mean, like for women either, because it's like you know, like if a woman just came in and she obviously was topless, that'd be. I, mean, <laughs> I don't um, think you would do it if it was a woman. I, I, I would. I would. I'm too prudish. I'm too prudish. I'll tell you what. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I once went to uh, a nudist bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a Freudian slip there. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah. Same difference. <laughs> yeah, I once went to a to a nudist beach in uh, Menorca in Spain. Now, the thing I got a uh, prefix before I tell the story is that I didn't know it was a nudist beach. Before that, I didn't even know nudist beaches were real. I thought that was just something you see on TV. Yeah. So uh, I was with some friends, and they sort of took me to the beach, and they kind of said, you know, people are just free here, kind of thing, right? <laughs> okay, we'll and give I, you the wink. It, yeah. <laughs> And when I got there, there was like a row of women lying down. Right. All of them were topless and no yeah. no underwear. So you could yeah. see the whole thing. Yeah. And because they were foreign and they were from, they were Spanish. So to them, it was like, oh, okay, this is all natural. For me, I literally couldn't look. Okay. Like I looked once, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so much pussy. <laughs> so much pussy. Now, this is not to say like I'm someone who's like, oh, I don't, I don't believe women are attracted. Like I am fully attracted to the whole thing, but like in certain circumstances, context always applies for me. Um, I, I, it's attractive if you're in a setting where like we both understand this is a context to be sexual, right. or that's attractive. But if we're in a context where like this is not appropriate, well, you mean outdoors? Outdoors? <laughs> no, no, outdoors or, if, or like in certain environments. So like. I don't want to look. I don't want to see. I I, I can't look. At, um, I can't look at. Can I ask a question? Yeah. No homo though. Yeah. <laughs> Did you undress? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. All right. That was cool. All right. I kept. Right. Now nah, I kept to moving. You kept the real. Eh? I kept yeah, to moving. Mean, like, why didn't you, man? That was an opportunity. You could have just been like, "Fuck it." <laughs> just did it. I just did it. Just missed out, man. Because I stayed with my girlfriend. Now you could have told that story in a way. It's like I beat to news, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, but I was there with my girlfriend, so at the time. Like, why wouldn't you both of you just do it? They're just like, you know, you're surrounded by naked people. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. Because that can be a bit prudish sometimes, that's it. Like, like, like for me, like, and this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, if, like, someone came in like that to the shop with me, I'd be like, nah. There's you just... can't kick him out, though. I mean... Why would you kick him out? Why is it actually done? Like, why is it actually done? It's just a front of your eyes. But then, okay, but then again, how far how far of it is it a stretch between that and coming in with just some boxes? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> just you're stopping it while it's early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's a lowering it's a lowering of moral standards in society. I feel like uh, you just say uh, this is what would be a quote. First, they'll be coming in with no shirts on. Next thing we know, jock straps, jock straps, people. Mankinis. <laughs> we gotta get stuff to this. He's wearing a neon mankini. He's blinding my eyes. I can't see. His cheeks are bad. Now, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It comes down to this. Like, remember when people started going to um, uh, Tesco's and Asda's in their like um, morning gowns and stuff like that? Yeah. And people, are like, oh, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. <laughs> and then you get to the point where like people are just doing it on a regular basis, and you're like. What what is what what what's happening to the moral standards at the moment? Because I, I feel like it's a it's a like a fashion onesie parade. <laughs> no, but, but like people just come with these different onesies. I'm like, good game, good game. 
No, I'm talking about when they'll come in in pyjamas and gowns. What's wrong with that? I mean, come on. Dude, Get ready for the day. If you live next to a Tesco and you want to do some shopping at 9 or 10 o'clock in the evening, and you don't want to sim- uh, dress up to do it, you just want to grab something quickly and go out. You're in your pyjamas. You just walk, innit? Nah, because, again, why are you leaving the house in your pyjamas? Your pyjamas, the whole thing about pyjamas is that they live in the bedroom. That, <laughs> that's the whole thing about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, once you start leaving the house, I feel like, I feel like, once you start leaving the arrogance, house... Arrogance. <laughs> I think once you start leaving outside the house in bedwear, it means you're not prepared for the rest of the day. And that's what I take from it. You can't come out the house in your morning gowns and pajamas. What do you mean the rest of the day? Ten o'clock in the evening is no, the no, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. But like, if you leave the house at all in your morning in your morning gown during the daytime, I feel like you're not prepared for the rest Have of the day. Have you never left your house in the in the pajamas? Fuck oh, no. Really? No. <laughs> I think you should do it. Have you? Yes, multiple times. I've left in all kinds of ways, man. You were wrong. I once went out with a tuxedo. <laughs> Just in the Tesco aisle, just picking my orange juice, <laughs> getting some cheese. <laughs> People looking at you, it's just like, he's in a tuxedo. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, would it be right to say you would encourage people to go into Tesco's topless? Dude, wear what you want. What's the, what is the problem? Like, the, for that security guard, he deserved that moment. He deserved that moment because he decided to demean a person for his own selfish gain. And the selfish gain was his prudence, wasn't it? That's a selfish gain. That's nothing to do with the guy coming in. Has he yeah. has he took anything? No. Has he been rowdy? No. Has he caused any kind of disorder at all? No. no. He walked in and looked at the vegetables, and he was like, "Get that fat guy out." <laughs> but then again, but then again, how would you feel? How would you feel picking out vegetables when there's a fat guy on the other side of the towel? You can just see his chest and his tits hanging down, <laughs> and you're trying to pick out like an Listen. onion <laughs> with this <laughs> flaking up your hands. You're looking at his chest. You're trying to make it sound like the security guard took a hit for everyone in the store. He was like, I can't let these people see this. <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> He died for their sins. He died for their sins. He was a sacrificial lamb in this whole situation. He was like, I don't need that 10 year old girl to see this man's life falling apart. This man's life is a disaster right now. This little girl don't need to know about that. It's like at two o'clock in the afternoon. Wear something. She got a baby in a tram. Yeah, my nigga. Like, can you see these people just trying to go go about their normal business and you got this guy coming in? I bet there's an old woman, 90 years old, just looked at her and she said, just let me live. <laughs> the Tesco security guards have got like cameras and the thing. You think he was watching him for ages? Just doing, He's like, this guy got to go. He's got to go right now. And he's got no choice. I, I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> But coming back to this, uh, the thing that he, the guy also highlighted, which also we always have to remember, the guy won in this case, okay? Tesco compensated and offered him an apology. Got The guy won. But he also pointed out that um, the security guard didn't say anything <laughs> to the guy who was in shape. <laughs> so I just like the idea that the, the security guard was watching on his tape. He's like, God, that guy's handsome. What a masculine physique. I bet he does his own reps, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? Uh, uh, what is this? What a fucking beast. You make me sick. You probably spat at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I imagine, I imagine it's like an African security guy. It's like, it's like, uh, uh, no, what is this? It's too much. No. No, you cannot. You cannot. Be I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. You can't be here. You can't be here. I, 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 I. You have to go. 
You have to go. No, bruh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Much. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? You're, you're fat shaming me. I have a right to be here now. Bruh, bruh. Listen bruh. to me. Listen, listen. You have to go. Nah, I don't want to die that Africa. <laughs> <laughs> too late now. It's too late. All right. If Africans feel indicted, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I also want to point the arrogant apostle is a one. Is one. So I'm down with the brotherhood. We're in a struggle together. Now, so, so leaving up on that story, yeah. why don't we move on to our next and sort of our final story. Now, this is kind of like a funny situation, but recently, this is a story happened in Birmingham. So, it's quite uh, near and dear, shall we say. <laughs> right, recently, a woman, <laughs> a woman sued a dating agency. And um, the dating agency, and it actually went to court, would you say? Right. And she sued the dating agency because... They couldn't find her a man rich enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the dating agency's response was like, obviously we couldn't. <laughs> her expectations were lofty. Hi, Jay. <laughs> obviously we couldn't. Her expectations were lofty <laughs> and unrealistic. <laughs> what did she want? Did they ever specify? Did they specify? Yeah, she yeah. specified she wanted to meet a rich, rich boyfriend. Oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, you gotta understand that the dating agency was exclusive, so they were like, you know, we'll find you a rich boyfriend. But she was like, nah, I really want to find a rich oh, boyfriend. Right, 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 right. So, what do you think uh, the story going into it? I think this is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she's so in <laughs> I feel like I want to launch a suit against Tinder. I'm like, <laughs> I swiped so many times that you passed it. I took so much out of my day. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You said I kill a man. It's been day three. You're counting out the amount of calories your finger used up. You can't compensate like, me for that much of energy. I, mean, I have to swipe in the middle of my work as well. Like, come on, man. I have to find a place where I can get signal. I also have to be staying near my house so I can keep swiping. So and then I'm running out. It, how is it possible? Like, um, my question is, how is it possible for her to sue them? Normally, dating sites are free. Well, this is the thing. This was not a free dating website. Right. And the thing about it is that they were packaging themselves as like an exclusive company okay. that only caters to the best. So, what... <laughs> and this is speaking in a woman's defense because the dating company's defense was was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even luck last that. It was just non-existent. <laughs> So this is, is it. So, so this is it. The dating company goes like, um, we both an extensive, extensive is a key <laughs> phrase. Emphasis on that one. Extensive database right, right. of around seven thousand comparatively attractive, rich, and available uh, <laughs> matches. Right? Right, right. That's where the advertiser's selling right. point. Right. Right. And again. To show you the dating agency was horrid. Okay. <laughs> they charged the woman seven point five thousand pounds. What? <laughs> what? See now it all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, all all right, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, people, is it that hard out there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like... The streets are dry right now. The streets are dry. <laughs> Everyone's coupling up. It's kind of like Hancock, man. They all couple up and die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it better. Like, oh, shit. I don't know how to explain it better. Shit. You gotta be in the game, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the, the streets are dry. I mean, you know, the, the food, there's no food in the ends right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man. 
There ain't no love in the heart of the city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, so the dating agencies, uh, they can't really defend themselves. They said they boast an extensive uh, database of about 7,000 available matches, right? And so the woman, she obviously joined in, paid the money, which I would say... I would definitely be pissed if I paid that much amount of money. Ugh. If I if I paid that much amount of money, I want fucking Lego to come to my house and build that bitch from bricks. I want, I want, you know what I mean? I want, yeah. I, I want, though, I want to get a whole manual kit that tells me when she's moody, why she's moody about that, what I need to do, how do I... Rest- I'm an out, I'm an out. Yeah, like, I, like a personality. I'm like, telling you, so, yeah, yeah. I want a system restore if it gets too much nonsense in the cachet. I want to clear the cachet she remembers too much bad shit. Like, I, 7.5 pounds It's so much. It's so much. It's like, I, I want them to provide me with a limo every time I go out on a date. <laughs> I want them to make sure that I have the, the food is the food is paid for. Yeah. And like it's like a full service. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, specialist? <laughs> yes. Uh, we're already outside. <laughs> Don't worry, we have men to carry you from New Doorstep to the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will not have to lift a finger. Good luck on the date. <laughs> If she says no, there's a clause in the contract. It's, it's a yes. A, it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> but not rape. Never rape. But I was just thinking, like, honestly, for seven and a half, seven and a half thousand pounds, that person needs to come in. Do you know one of those name tags that you get in your school jackets where you write, like, this is specialist jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Return it to specialist mom. Embroidered. Embroidered. I want an embroidered Embroidered. Yeah, like, yeah. That, they, they got to have your name embroidered. Yeah, yeah. Where to bring you back if they run away, <laughs> if they get lost. Um, oh, insurance. The, <laughs> the length of the warranty. Insurance, just in case your date kills you. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, a, a kid's act of God. So if you died in, a, like, a hurricane or something like that, you're insured for that. date. All of a sudden, there was a hurricane. You need you need all of that kind of protection. So yeah, <laughs> you think they think like you get an, a proper exclusive or extensive service if you pay more and you get private jets and stuff like that and you know a helicopter. No, you, no, you, you get know, that, you, you no, upgrade your premium. No, you get down a premium package, <laughs> but on the bonus deluxe. You can definitely do that. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, man, yeah, man. In a bonus deluxe, they'll even train someone who looks just like her in case <laughs> she doesn't work out. In different races as well. Yes. yes. So you can get like a palette swap. Like a, a plausible res- Oh, so, for example. If Why you are you whispering? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like what we're talking about is very secretive and wise. Like how we need to, oh, we could change this whole company. Like, so basically, if you, if you, if you have, um, if you make, if you make a replacement, right, you make, if you make a replacement, yeah, that's perfectly just like the person whom you're supposed to go on a date on. If you get stood up, they can just send a replacement and carry on the date. And the replacement watches a video so they can pick up right where they left off. They're in the back room. But this is what I'm saying. On your phone, they should give you an app on your phone where you get a palette swap. <laughs> so, like, when they go toilet, if you press, like, Indian, she'll come back, the same version of the same person, but Indian. <laughs> but then she'll talk to you for a while, and then if you press, like, black, she'll come back and she'll be black. These people, these people are like, uh, uh, what do they call it? People who work for themselves. Self-employed. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. Stop whispering. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about something. It's not, no, they're listening, Crawford. <laughs> 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 
I don't know why you say it like that. But also, also the other thing, it's like, just like, I want to say now, because as the Arab gonna pass all, I'm just saying it right now. It feels like this conversation is moving on to very misogynistic, <laughs> objectified yeah. women territory. So I just want to say this right now. The agency also does men. men <laughs> like, this is for men. So this is women picking at men. Well, this, the story's about a woman. Exactly. It? So it's not misogyny. No. It's just, I, well, I, I don't know about the last conversation, the last round that we had, but... Um, Definitely don't mean what I say. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he was whispering those. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, so coming back to it, it was like, the agency said he posted like 7,000 7, 7, available candidates, right? And then when it came down to it, the woman took up the service, and when she took up the service, she found like the max, the service probably provided maybe a maximum of like a uh, hundred. Oh, what? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the woman starts flipping out, she's like, what, what the hell? Like, what, you know, what? what's going on? And they were like, well, you've got to understand, the database is based upon all the people we've had over the whole time. And obviously, that includes some of the sexual people, successful people who've coupled up, so they're not available right now. Uh, so he's like, what? I paid seven and a half thousand pounds for the judge. He's like, you guys are lying. They're like, no, 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 judge, you don't understand. It's like, her expectation is unrealistic. A hundred people is a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, coming back to the word again, 100 people is not extensive. No, it's not. It's not extensive. But I mean, like 100 people in what? In what? In Birmingham, right? That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Available so, so they'll, they'll localise her, anyway. In their whole database. That's, that's, yeah. No, not, not in just in Birmingham. In their whole database. Oh, okay. There are 100 people available. So they're like, again... In England. <laughs> no, that's it in the whole thing. Oh, my <laughs> worldwide, God. Worldwide. 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 Oh. They're not worldwide. <laughs> they just had 100 people. So the situation... <laughs> And obviously, you got to remember, these people are not escorts. This is a dating website. So you can't guarantee that 100 people you match with because, like, look, you know, it, takes, it only takes a specific kind of person to be someone for your partner for life. Not everyone's going to be a partner for life. So I get the women's thing because, like, when they say an extensive, they, they promise that, you know, a list more than you can handle. But she's like, look, I've gone through... Oh, that's bad now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I've had some dates with these men and they're not clicking for me. They're not right. You said you got more for me and you don't. So I feel like it's fair for this woman. You know what? You know what they're doing? What? They're shuffling those guys around, isn't it? <laughs> but like, literally. So if, if, if like, if they have a hundred around, is it worldwide, yeah? No. Where, where's a hundred? How much? How many hundred does in around her? So it would be in the UK. Well, the company itself is based in the UK. So right. They don't have worldwide. They're, they're only based in. I think they're only based in Birmingham. Right. Right. So they only have a hundred within this area, or maybe in all of England, depending on how you join the website and whatever. But the point. Wait, a hundred rich people. Available people. Available people. So so her. Ask for a rich person was never really. I don't know if it's specified enough, but maybe it's a hundred rich people. But the point is that she didn't click with these people. Right. But they promised her an extensive list. So if you paid seven thousand five hundred. Right. Right. I mean, Why listen. Is she paying? What is she paying for? Because they offered her rich. <laughs> but you. Oh, but what is the service actually doing for her? They're finding specifically. That tailored to her. Yeah. Okay. So they could only offer like a hundred. Okay. So she's what she's saying because look. Tinder's free, okay? Yeah. I have never seen the same person. Right. I rarely see the same person yeah, twice yeah, on Tinder. Yeah. So Tinder can give you over 100,000 yeah, 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 yeah. This website, it's not doing a lot when it's only on 100. 
You see, this is now, now I'm thinking... How quickly do you sweat through 100 people? No, no, but this is what I'm thinking about now. This is what I'm thinking about now. Yeah. That, okay, Tinder is great and you can swipe through loads of people, mm. but you can't specifically swipe for a specific yeah, rich person yeah, yeah. who tailors to your personality. Okay, answer this question. So, answer this question. Seven and a half, man. Answer, answer this question. How quickly do you swipe through 100 people? Could you do that in a day? No, I don't, I don't really know. No, no but I'm saying if you wanted to, if you're sat there and you had a limited swipe, how quickly could oh, you Oh, yeah, swipe? yeah, definitely. Definitely, right? <laughs> definitely. So you tell me, if you paid 7500 you can get through that in a day? Yeah, but you, you can't determine whether they're rich, though. No, no, you know that they're rich, but like obviously you read the profiles, they don't match you, you read whatever profile. But you could do that in a day, so you can exhaust that. Yeah, but they could be common. No, 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 the people are legit. Person. No, listen, listen, the people are legit. The website. How do you know? Because the date, no, the people, are, the, the whole point of the date website is exclusive. It okay. actually goes and finds people. Oh, okay, okay. Single. Here's a question then. Here's a question. <laughs> Here's a question. Then, okay, you're right by that. Mm. But um, how do you know that they are perfect for you that's where you read their profiles and then they'll tell you what they're into and things are like like they're designing the perfect matches out of the hundred of of, of suitors Mm -hmm. they have Mm -hmm. and in that designing it they're actually defining the person who's literally going to respond to your personality in that way so so basically what's happening i agree with you basically the people they've chosen out yeah weren't perfect for her Right. So they thought that they knew. But they the, don't have enough people, innit? They don't have enough people. <laughs> but the person pays 7500 So I'm saying is that right, this woman yeah, yeah. would have looked through that whole list of 100 people, which yeah. is not a lot. Yeah. And we're like, obviously, these aren't for me because they could be dickheads or whatever. Uh, and now she said that, like, at the end of the first day, it's like no more searches left. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then yeah, you're yeah. sat there with 7500 gone. <laughs> and you're on day one of 30 day trial. <laughs> what the fuck? You lose your shit. I mean, like, if you're putting really specific things that you want... But you should, because you pay 7500 right? Should, yeah, you right? should, isn't it, right? You should, you should. But there's only one guy every week. <laughs> but not even that. You've seen everyone in the first day. The rest of the month, you're not going. It's just them going, are you sure you don't want this guy? It's an elaborate card. Are you sure? It's an elaborate card. It's a ruse. It's a ruse. That's what it is. It's a ruse. It's a trap. It's a goddamn ruse. So we all look. At, I I looked at the situation because the first time I saw it, I was like, "Ah, oh, this fucking woman! I can't believe her, her expectation." And then I started her reading. Entitlement. I thought that I was like, I was like, "Oh, she just looks spoiled." And then reading, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't know they they really did you over." Why did you ask me at the beginning? Fuckery, man. That's fuckery. fuckery. <laughs> it is straight fuckery. Like we just got no manners. You know, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> The balls of the fucking agency to go. Because the judge said to them, I was like, you promised 7,000 on your website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were only 200 available. Half of those are women. So the other half are men. Fine. So that only leaves 100 available. And they were like, yeah, but that's not really what we're saying. <laughs> and you look at the judge and you say that. And then you go, anyway, the thing about it is that her expectations were too lofty. Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, settle down, settle down. I hear what you're saying, but there's 100 people. <laughs> Still available. Still available. You need to settle. That you have to tailor make to this young lady. Here's, here's the thing. But you're failing because you don't have enough people. It's a car. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I find it just like patronizing in a way. Because it's like they literally went like, listen, 
For anyone who wants the super exclusive deluxe package that offers you the best of the best. And you come in and and then you come in and go, here's the money. You know what? I want that super expensive. I want the best of the best. They're like, no, 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 you're expecting too much. You need to lower lower your standards. It's like it's like it's like that thing that rich people eat that they love so much. Yeah, it's like caviar. It's just super expensive. But it's not weird, but it's not. It's fucking, you're better off with chicken, really. Do you know what it's like? Do you know what it's like? It's like champagne. Yeah. Champagne tastes like shit. Yeah, it tastes like shit, man. <laughs> but people like to spend it, anyway. But people like to spend it, and I don't get it. Every time I drink champagne, I always feel like it's going to be different. It never is. It never is. Champagne tastes like shit. It tastes always. like shit. But people are willing to put that 50 down, straight up, straight in the club. Oh my god, it frustrates me. It, frustrates it does. Me. Like, and I, I swear, people that drink champagne like, don't enjoy champagne. Nobody enjoys champagne. <laughs> Nobody enjoys champagne. But it's it's rich man thing. You drink it? champagne for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> do, it for the gram. do it for the gram. Right, do it for the gram. So we're moving on now to our final topic. This is always the last round where we pick out our, our, our artists for the weekend and we sort of like uh, have a special one this week. And I'll say special because people need to put some respect on his name when they talk about him. And the special artist for this week is Will Smith, okay? Yeah. For those of you who don't Big know, Will. Big Willie's back, <laughs> right? For those of you who don't know, you need to go on YouTube right now. Go on YouTube and type in Will Smith Freestyle. I swear to God, you've never heard some fire bars until That's then. the vaguest title you could have <laughs> I thought that until I, I typed in on YouTube, Big Will Smith freestyle, and it came up tough. Okay, now obviously it's easy for the young millennials nowadays to not know who Will Smith is. For them, it's the guy who acts on films and who does the films. But we all know Will Smith from Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. We know the music. We know everything. And as a big fan, I always felt like Will Smith was underrated, or people didn't give him that respect that he needs because his music career is solid it's stellar as fuck oh, so many bangers, bangers so man bangers. Bangers. i was thinking because people gave him slack over the music he did in 2003 times four i love that i love that song I lo- switch ah, switch yeah. i fucked it actually it's, it's time it's age well will smith yeah. ages well he's so solid it's so basically positive brother and it's hard to do <laughs> he's he's done what he's done yeah. In such a hard environment it's, to do it. So, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. Even with his suburban life, though, yeah. still, it's what he's done is impressive. It's impressive. Like, I don't think many rappers could actually do what he no, did. No. And so, what, if you don't know this freestyle, right? Big Will is back, and he's just throwing some braggadocio there. <laughs> he's just like spitting. He's just spitting, like yeah, talking about how him. awesome he's he is. He's, he's talking about like my family with the really Incredibles. Look at Jada, me. Uh, Jaden and Willow, like that is incredible. Like, and, that, and that other son I have, <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a DJ. We don't talk about Trey. <laughs> no one talks we about Trey. Trey doesn't. Trey's not at anything, right? There's, like, a video, there's a video where Will Smith is planning to a parachute jump, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh man, this is dangerous. You know what? I need to call my family. Call everyone. Call Jada. Call Jaden. Call Willow. Call Trey. Actually, forget about Trey." <laughs> He's in a joke as well. <laughs> like, how cool is that? He's in on his own joke. How sick is that? He's a positive yeah. But as well, and he's throwing it. There's one bar he says in it, and I, this bar just fucking blew my mind. He's like, he's like, directors make movies, I make directors. Boom. I was like, Will Smith. Boom. Big shot. What can you say? 
Skitty bap bap, skitty bap bap. What can you say? So, um, obviously, you could, line. yeah, it is. But that's a heavy quote, it's, and it's so true. It's true. It's so true. Everything he was saying, the, blo- the blockbuster king, man. Everything he was saying, he was just dropping some yeah. bars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when I heard, after I finished heard it, hearing it, I felt like I needed to bow. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of um, Jaden? What do you think of Jaden? Do you listen to Jaden's music? <sighs> Do you feel it? Do you feel it though? It's there, like. I'm waiting for him to become his father. Yeah. Um, This middle bit. This middle bit, I'm not interested. Every time you see, every time you see his song, you're like, you're not ready yet. (laughs) I feel that way. I feel like. By the way, though, I feel like Jaden would have been a better character than Daisy Ridley for Star Wars. Ooh, that's a heavy thing to say, man. That's dangerous. Do you really want to piss off the Star Wars people? Star Wars, come at me, bro. <laughs> Star Trek all day. Shit, man. You don't want to piss off those people. I don't know. I, I that's a that's. But think about it. But acting wise, just acting. I like Karate Kid. You know the remake yeah. that he was in. But after it's Earth, so though. sick. After Earth was. <laughs> I recently tried to watch Earth. I recently tried to watch Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I recently <laughs> tried to watch it. <laughs> we both recently tried to watch it. <laughs> well, we came to a sentence. Yeah, we came to a sentence. <laughs> Everyone tries to recently watch it, but that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> so many good ideas. Such a waste. That's such a waste. Such a waste. So many good ideas. It's kind of like it's it's the know, potential screams in your face. It feels like they became lethargic throughout the production. They were just like, this is not going to fucking work. Also, I don't get why Jaden looks grumpy the whole way through yeah. the film. Like, yeah. What is that about? What is that about? You know what? Will Smith turned around and he said, in, in review of the film and knowing how much it tanked, like, he said, what hurt the most was putting my son through that. That would be, because he's got dad. I thought he was cool. I'm sorry, son. Because, like, that was the moment where Jaden's career was about to lift after Karate Kid. Um, I think he did something else. I blame Shyamalan. And then he was making music as well. I blame Shyamalan. I blame Shyamalan for a lot of things. <laughs> I, I blame him like almost every single day. Because I feel like when they got that script originally, it was dope. <laughs> when they got the script, it was dope. And then Shyamalan added some extra quality. Got, now you need to add mystery and, <laughs> and, and disillusion. And, and you need to add dysfunctionality. So when the people are confused... And, you know, this, this is what Shyamalan, his genius idea. So, yo... Like in real life, father and son. But you know what? We don't need to show people that kind of bond when no you're surviving. And no, we don't want to. No, we're going to put your dad there yeah. and leave you there. And we're going to put your dad on the, on the big picture of the post of the film. But your dad is only going to be a big part. Yeah, it's going to be a big You're not even sure if he's going to live. So you're going to dis- You might disappoint a lot of people, but it's edgy. Edgy. And really, if your dad would have died, it would have made the story stronger. But for some reason, we'll keep him. Don't worry yeah. about that. Okay? The other thing we need to learn is that the film is about overcoming fear. Yeah. <laughs> really, my nigga? Really, my nigga? Really, really, right really. now, my nigga, you want to bring this right now? Humanity's existence. Oh, and only one guy in the whole history of humanity. Over, listen, there are 8 million people, right? 8 billion people are in the trying right now. At least 20%. Aren't scared of shit. <laughs> right. And it tells me that, that film told me that this only one guy, Will Smith was the only one guy on his whole planet was able to overcome fear. But everyone else was just pussy as shit. Ooh, and that's why he's grumpy as fuck because he's like, I'm surrounded by pussies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is this, so this is a contentious environment. Everywhere I live, vaginas, nothing but pussies. Wimps. Wimps. 
That's failures. What... <laughs> I'm surrounded by failures. That's why he's grumpy when he looks at his son. He's like, you're still a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you reek of pussy. You reek his mum hugs me one hand like, why can't you be like your father's yeah, son? I'm trying, man. That sounds like some pussy shit right now. Heroes don't try, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they didn't give him food for a week. No, I'm <laughs> I just feel like that film was... It's the way Jaden looks. It looks like he's been styled for a couple of weeks. <laughs> do you know what's my favourite Jaden film, though? Wow. Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, shit, that film is awesome. It didn't win an award. It didn't win an award. Black lives don't matter, man. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was Will's Oscar. That film made me cry. So, uh, so white, uh, Oscar so white. And... Mm, that film made me cry. Dude, yeah. that film made me cry. Like, like, Dude, that... you know what film made me cry? Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. Have you yeah. seen that film? Oh, Jesus. They have the scene on the bit. It's like the scene on the bridge. It's similar to the scene in Pursuit of Happiness. It's just the moment where you're just like, <laughs> fuck. Fuck you, Denzel. They're coming back to <laughs> Coming back to <laughs> <laughs> I'm just coming back to Will because you just remind me of something that... Jesus, okay. Uh, I'm going to say this and I feel like everyone... I think you know what I'm about to say. Everyone feels like you're you a babe. Are you okay? Because I feel like when you hear what I'm about to say, uh, I guarantee you're going to laugh. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to try and let's, keep a poker face. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Concussion. Concussion? Yeah, Will Smith concussion. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> That's the worst African. It is the worst African. I felt like... Oh, I felt sorry for the Nigerians, man. <laughs> no. I, I honestly felt like half of the film is going to go, I'm going to stop. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You know I can't talk like this. <laughs> and then he'll just start speaking normally and he'll put some real flavour in it. <laughs> Will Smith should only ever be a guy from Bel Air. Don't be anything this, this, is how, this is how, like, this is how they cut tape. It's like, and you guys tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> Woo! How am I? Good afternoon about that. I feel good about that. I feel like Concussion was a painful watch for everyone involved. It was a very Except painful watch, especially for Nigerians, man. They must no, have killed them, man. I don't mean like that. I mean, on set. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on set yeah, yeah. was cringing <laughs> as fuck. But because it's Will Smith, you can't tell him no. He likes to do the method. Acting, you know, no one told him shit. Jada had the nerve to mm. complain that Will Smith didn't uh, get an Oscar for that film. Remember, she had that protest with the she had that protest with the um, video, and she was like, "Oscar so white," and I was like, "Did you watch the same film we watched?" <laughs> I, had, I was like, "And look, I got her protest because she's still pissed off about Pursuit of Happiness. We're all pissed <laughs> off. We're all pissed off about." I Pursuit feel like Happiness. I feel like what they need to do with Will Smith, they need to give him. Uh, uh, Oscar for Outstanding Body of Work. No, there is one. Yeah, there's something. The Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, yeah. they need to give him the Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, he's got to get it. In, no, <laughs> but specifically in honor of Pursuit of Happiness. Because I, I'm so, like, as, as, as the specialist knows me, I'm someone who's quite cold, if you could say like that, if you want to look at it that way. Like, I, I don't get emotionally affected by a lot of things. So, so, so I gotta tell and you, life is one of them. Like, like nothing bothers me, right? So you gotta say, the pursuit of happiness was such a ma- In fact, it's such a major film. I feel like I'm gonna watch it today at some point in my some point in my it's day. So dope. It's so dope, man. It's everything it's you so want dope. in a film. Like, but you know what's another good film? It's, but also, it shows just the range of a man as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. it really pushed Will out of that. Woo! 
yeah, big yeah. really character like that fast talking yeah, confident and push him out there and he was really something else I mean after that he even made a, a couple of good films during that period yeah. he did se- is it seven pounds mm. he did seven pounds again another good seven film fa- seven pounds is an episode it's got Rosario Dawson yeah <laughs> She's the love of the life. She's, she's my love of the life. She's and everything. They are perfect. I mean, the whole story. Stop being misogynistic. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like, like. I just want to recap quickly the whole. And story. it just represents his back to form because after that, before that, he just done Hitch yeah. and Hitch was. Hitch was great. It was okay. Hitch was amazing. Was like lukewarm. No, Hitch was great. Lukewarm. Hitch, Hitch is one of the one of like the highlights. Of He's his not the highlight. It's one of the better. Uh, it's, it's lukewarm. No, it's, it's lukewarm. Um, he did. Uh, uh, the legend. Oh, I am legend. I am legend. Sorry. Fuck that shit. I am I robot. robot. I robot was the oh, one. Oh shit. I robot was the one. I am legend is weak. The legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. You know what undermines I am legend? Book of Eli. Um, like, I always compare them to. No, I love. I am legend. No, I, I, I am legend is brilliant. Like he he acts with a dog all throughout the film, man, and he, it's just compelling shit. Man. It's, it's, right it's great. Like when the dog dies, oh man, that's another one where he's You're seen. silly right now. Pursuit of happiness. You're silly right now. Okay, <laughs> you're being silly right <laughs> now. Black. It's a fucking dog. Men in black is in a is in a special case <laughs> of protection. Yeah, that's yes. a magnificent body of work. Men in black. Bad boys. Yes, yes. Oh, fuck. Um, what's the other one? <laughs> Not Wild Wild West. <laughs> no. But you know, no. I like Wild Wild West. I like Wild Wild West. iRobot to me is the best most I, so. I can watch iRobot any given point, any point, and I won't get bored. I'll just be in it. He was, he was pushing so many. They killed he that was shit. pushing so much of his skills in iRobot, man. What, what else did he do? He took the sci-fi idea to another level, like in iRobot. It's great. What else did he do? Um... um I don't like I Am Legend, I'll tell you. I that. love Iron Legend. No, do you know what it is? For Iron Legend for me, I go, it's Book of Eli first, no. Mad Max, then I Am Legend. In that kind of category of films. Does it, I don't know, we've, we've done Bad Boys. Bad we've Boys. done... What else has he done? Um, no, he's done more. He's I know done he has done But it's the fact that you can't remember is the problem. But I, if I watch Independence it, Day was <gasps> dope. <gasps> pre- yes, no, actually, pre-2000 pre- Will Smith... That body of work is just solid. There's something because Independence Day, uh, Enemy of the State, yeah. all of that shit was sick. Yeah. Um, but then he starts doing. I mean, after what is he? What is he being in? I like yeah. Suicide Squad. You don't like that, but I like it. I hate it. I love it. I hate I love it. it. I love but it. he was brilliant in it. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. Bright, Bright is an awesome film. People hated him for some yeah. reason, but Will Smith killed that shit. Bright was an awesome film, and I can't wait for uh, Bright too. I'm not a big fan of Bright. I'm I actually can't wait. In fact, like I'm not a big fan of a lot of his work. But in fact, post post the tens, like his work post the tens, actually his work in the noughties as well. Like it's great, 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 great. I think after like seven pounds, something happens, and I just feel like his work at the moment is a bit shaky. I'm not hundred percent convinced in what I'm watching. Um, I you know, it's not. It's not. The, I don't know. I feel like, still staunches, but I feel like there's an energy around Will Smith where it's like, do you know, how, like. It's cool not to like Coldplay, but yeah. Coldplay do good music. Right, yeah. Will Smith is sort of getting that energy now where it's like and I think you get it as a as a as a as an actor, as a performer, as a celebrity, like you go through ways where people are open to your music and not open to your music. For example, ninety eight everyone was open to Coldplay, they yeah, were doing yeah. scientists and everyone loved that shit. Yeah. And then indie took up as a big thing and then indie bands came in and then it became cool not to like Coldplay. Yeah. And then like everyone's like, Oh yeah, I don't like Coldplay. And then, <laughs> not the, I don't like no, Coldplay. but you, 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 you 
Don't you know you you've been there. We've, no, we've been I around. No, no, this is listen to what I'm saying. I love Coldplay. People. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. We've love been Coldplay. around people, me and you both, in those group around indie people, and they'll be like, "No, Coldplay's not cool." Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you well, meet Coldplay yeah, snaps, yeah. and like they've got no real reason except that it's cool not to like them because yeah. they're very enemy at the time. So you got that period, and then Coldplay got cool again. They did a track to Beyonce, and they're doing this track with Kanye, and then um, they'll go for another vibe. But yeah, Will's yeah. the same. Like, Will goes through fades, and this, that's just his it's longevity. It's like um, this thing he's doing on YouTube with all those little video clips that he keeps sharing. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah. that's such a brilliant... The and he's Kiki working guy, so well. You see the Kiki challenge he did? Had, like, a drone... Wow. Flying around, they were dancing on top of a bridge in Bulgaria. They were talking about it every day. Sugar, they're like, Well, he's ruined it for everyone now because everything Will Smith does is so over the But I was like, That is Will Smith, isn't it? And it just matches. And again, it brings us back to the freestyle. The freestyle is Will Smith just dropping game and everything he's done. He's just letting people know who he is. And he just talks. He's just, he's, just, he's just there, like, look at the albums I did. Look at this. Look at the numbers. He's putting the numbers out there. Yeah. He just put everything. Like, he shut down the whole game, yeah. film and rap. In that in that freestyle, he shuts down everyone. Yeah. Because even Jay-Z can't say, like, look, I do the numbers. Yeah, Will Smith yeah. won the first Grammy, yeah. right? Yeah. You understand? For a rapper to win the first Grammy... Will Smith made that possible. Hey, no one, no one can really question his work, can they? Like mm. in the rap, in the rap scheme, it's solid because solid, like it's solid shit. Like from he's the DJ, I'm the rapper, yeah, and yeah. onwards, right? It's just so, it's just it's pu- no, you know what that, that is? <laughs> it's pure charisma. It's the it's purity. Like, it's like he just he just believes in the shit that he but does. It, but man. It's, it's it's hard work and determination also. And yeah. the thing is, like Will Smith, like he's like he, he's an intelligent guy, and you can tell he's an intelligent guy from what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the way he's handled himself, the way. Like he's he when he got into Fresh Prince, he made sure that Jazzy Jeff got into Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He looked. He didn't go there and say like, "I'm gonna go myself." He put Dude, Jazzy Jeff into it. Will Smith created a dynasty. He did. He did. Like, he these did. kids are millionaires. The and they're also they are, as good. They are, they are the incredible. Yeah. The family is the incredible. <laughs> like that's crazy. Who does that? So again, that's like. Crazy. I look at him and say, Will Smith is a role model. Oh, I know. No, Will Smith and Jada created a dynasty because that's a perfect power too, that is. Like, Jada, 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 fucking... Matrix, man. Matrix, man. Jada, Matrix. You think Matrix? Do you know what I remember Jada the most from? And this is not an insult or anything like that because I love this. I remember as the hippo from uh, Madagascar. I fucking love Madagascar. (laughs) (laughs) She's amazing as a hippo in Madagascar. And that's the last time we saw David Schumann, by the way. He was on um, Channel 4. Who On a big nasty. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing there, Ross? What are you doing there? So, okay. <laughs> that brings us to this episode of the Monkey Fish Podcast. You know, as always, it's the home of the weird and wonderful. And our artist of the week is Will Smith. We've been talking about him, and I love to talk about him because he's seriously underrated. He's a legend in the game, both in film and in music and we're gonna leave you with a track by his which i feel like is my favorite i don't know how you feel about this mr specialist do you think uh will smith is on dmt <laughs> <laughs> i got no tracks <laughs> right so we'll leave you the, it's an old one i'm leaving you with this one because i'm just keeping you guys waiting until we find out what his new releases are obviously some new music is coming out from will smith and you need to check him out and the track you're leaving with turn it over run. Oh god, don't leave him like that. Oh, you leave me hanging. <laughs> yeah. Alright, bye. Hey.